Welcome to another episode of Married Watching Anime. I'm your host, Matthew. I'm your host, Christina. And uh, we're on Rising of the Shield Hero, episodes 15 and 16. We know what anime we're watching. <laughs> yes. We're not watching that crappy Rise of the Shield Hero yeah, That was anime. terrible. Yeah, why did we even bother with that one? <laughs> <laughs> Correct title. Probably still no theme song. I did task you to get a theme song. I found one, but we have not verified it, so... 10-4. Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 15 is called Raftalia. This one was a doozy, everybody. Mm-hmm. It's a, uh, a little bit of a tearjerker, uh, but we're going to go through it. Uh, Wiki fandom, the synopsis is, Raftalia corners Rabier with vengeance in her eyes, her bloodthirsty blades reaching for his throat. Now, Fumi's words bring her back to her senses momentarily, and then they decide to go into the tyrant's underground torture chambers in search for possible surviving demi-humans. Returning to this horrible place after so long brings back Rotalia's most painful memories as a slave child. Yeah, it was a heavy episode. Very, very heavy episode. It's a very good episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it starts with that uh, jerk face of a noble. Yes. Where it ends with her sword at his throat. This time it kind of starts there. And then he ends up falling out of his own window when he attempts to sneak attack Raftali when she says she's not going to kill him. Yes, when she does the noble heroic thing of, I will spare your life. And he's like, oh, thank you. And then she turns her back and he's like, just kidding. Not like that. Very much. But very much like that. (laughs) So she uh, knocks him. Well, by that knocks him, she defends herself and he ends up falling out the window. Yeah. And uh, yeah. No one's really that sorry about it. Raftalia actually feels kind of bad. She's like, I didn't want to kill him. And he was like, he fell out the window himself. Yeah. You defended yourself. Yeah. So we finally get to say, see Naofumi play the role of the comforter in this situation. Yes. The roles are kind of reversed for the first time ever. Yes. It is kind of nice to see. Where he brings her back to her senses. And I was, uh, yeah, I was just going to say, what did you think about it? I liked it. He was still had like his no BS edge to his comforting, but it was nice for him to actually be a little bit of a softy for a change. Yeah, show some affection. Yes. Outside of the fatherly affection, like actual genuine, like, hey, you don't want to go down that pathway yes. kind of deal. It probably won't make you feel super better. Yeah. So they end up, like you said, after that, they decide to go into the dungeon, uh, and then they do actually find some survivors, but there's a lot of flashback in this episode. So much flashback. So you see Raftalia, and this actually isn't that long ago. No. When all this stuff is happening here. So you see Raftalia, I'm going to guess this is like a two-month span of things, because it happened during the first wave. Yes. So Raftalia loses her parents... And then during the first wave and their village is destroyed, she decides after they show a cute little scene where they're talking about uh, if they like anybody. And her friend is like, I think I want to meet the shield hero, you know, just a little very silly, but it was cute. Yes. Then the first wave hits uh, and then her parents die. But she says, you know what, I'm going to keep smiling. My parents told me to smile and work my way through these problems. So she gets the town to start repairing everything. They yeah, decide, basically, if we all work together, we can fix the town and yep. keep moving forward. And then soldiers from the capital show up and decide to just be looting jerks and yep. destroy everything and sell all the demi-humans off to slavery because that's just the kind of evil SOBs that they are. Yep, pretty much. 
So Rothalia and her two friends end up in this guy uh, guy's dungeon, Raybeer. I'm going to yes. get this right. He's a big old fat jerk is what he yes. is. And then basically it's him torturing her and her not giving in to him. Yeah, he basically just wants to see her pain and suffering, and she doesn't even cry for him. Mm -hmm, But she cries seeing her friend being tortured. Yes. Uh, And her friend is sick, uh, but Raftalia ends up getting sent away, being sold off to the slave merchant that we all know and air quotes love. love. Yeah. Yeah. And her friend is stuck behind, even though she's begging to be sold with her. Uh, long story short, Raftali actually finds one of her two friends still. Keel? Yeah, it is Keel, it actually. Is Keel. Yeah, she finds Keel down there, and he is still alive. And there's a couple other adult survivors. Mm-hmm. But the friend that is her, uh, the, the the young girl that was her friend. Her I, skeleton is still there. Her skeleton is still there, still holding the little flag that Raftalia makes for her. It's really tear-jerking, because yeah. Rothalia just loses, loses it. it. Yeah, she yeah. loses it, which makes it hard on everybody else. But you find, like... And now Fumi's, like, unusually nice about everything. Well, and Melzi kind of doesn't seem to be understanding that this is where Rothalia came from until she's, like, breaking down at her friend's skeleton. And then yeah. she's like, oh, oh. And then the noble that was arrested for housing Nalfumi gets rescued. Yes. And he explains, no, this is commonplace across... Your land, princess. Yeah, yeah, this is not... This is not a one and done just here. Yeah, this is all over the place. Mm-hmm. And she, I think Melty didn't realize how widespread of an awful evil thing was happening. Even though she doesn't support it. Yeah. She didn't realize it was widespread. Correct. I mean, she's young, so I don't think the queen would involve her as much in that no, kind of stuff. No, But it is a pretty harsh awakening there. For sure. They end up... Taking them out, you know, they say, all right, we're going to get you out of here. And that stupid noble's still alive. Yeah, he didn't actually die when he fell out the window. Yeah, somehow that guy lived. And he decides that he's going to unseal a giant evil monster. Yes. It's a giant dinosaur with a helmet on. Yeah, it is gigantic. I called it a Carnotaurus. Is that from the second New Jurassic Park? Is that the Carnotaurus? No, no that's, that's, from the, that's the Indominus Rex. Rex. Okay. Carnotaurus from, is from Dinosaur yes, the Ride. Yes, I, I was about to say, that was my next thing. Dinosaur the Ride is yes. the Carnotaurus. That's and, the evil thing that's chasing you around. Yes, that's where you get your picture taken, and I always look in the opposite direction. <laughs> because of the dumb things I do in Disney. So this thing awakens, and that... Uh, and the only sweet satisfaction you get at the end of that is that guy just gets crushed. Yes. So then he most likely is dead at that point. Oh, we sure hope so. Yeah. You know, don't really want people to die, but in this situation, I think he deserved everything he got at the last seconds of his life. Mm-hmm. Like we said, though, guys, this is a tearjerker of an episode. There's a lot of different very emotional scenes. And unless you're a soulless human being, uh, you will... It's going to be a little sad. Yeah, you'll probably tear up a little bit here. For sure. Yeah, it kind of caught me off guard. Mm-hmm. I I have seen the episode a couple times, and it still <laughs> made me tear up. Yeah, so. you teared up a lot more than me, but we were both sniffling on the couch for sure. When she was talking to her friend at the end is when I was like... Oh, yeah. And she's like, I'll, you know, plant your flag. Yeah, yeah. When we rebuild the city. Mm-hmm. And we were both just like, oh, God. Oh, Here God. we go. Okay. Uh, what do you think of the episode? One through ten. I would probably give it a nine. Good. 
I'm actually in agreement 100% with this one. I really like this episode. It was really nice to get Ralph Talia's backstory. Yeah, or at least most recent backstory. Yeah. Realizing she's only like nine years old or something like that. Ten years old or something along those lines. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that was my confusion at the beginning where like she was a little kid and then the next episode she's like this lovely... Adult, yeah. 20 something. Again, like, in this world, when they level up... They they also age up. They age up. Demi-humans age based off, up to a point based off their level. So uh, they become adults fast, in other words, and that's why they're... Discrim- one of the reasons they're discriminated against... In that kingdom. Yeah. People don't like that thought. People don't like weird things. And, uh, yeah. Overall, it was a nine. Again, very emotional, but it's a very good backstory of how Raftalia got to be where Nafumi buys her. Yes. It was nice to fill in those blanks. Yep. And it's nice to see that one of them got to meet the shield hero and eventually be with the shield hero. Not in the way she wanted, but with the shield hero in some regard. Yes. Yes. And so they, you know, she takes her bones out of there because they're going to officially bury her. In a better place. In a better place. Dungeon. Mm -hmm. Let her soul actually go to rest. Yes. Okay. The next episode picks up right off. It's episode 16 called The Filolial Queen. Yes, this is mine to read. Yes. Okay. This is also wiki fandom, everybody. We're kind of using this one as the go-to. Okay. Realizing that the released monster is aiming for Philo... Now Fumi decides to lead the monster far away from the city to minimize the damage to the crowd, leaving the rescued demi-humans in Reichnot's care. I assume that's the noble that they saved? Yes, yes, yes. That housed them. Soon they realize that they are no match for the monster. Just then a herd of Philolials surrounds them and their leader appears before them. Is this an ally or a new enemy? Yeah, the episode literally starts with them hiding from this dinosaur... And then Philo jumps in and is trying to kick it and move around. It literally does absolutely nothing. Yes, but they notice that the purple gem... That Philo ate. ...is inside that dinosaur as well. Yes, so he's attracted to that. And they're chasing each other around at that point. Yes. Fighting each other. Run away from the village so nobody else gets hurt, or the castle, or whatever, wherever they are. Yes, so they run as far as they can. The dinosaur's just trampling everything it can in its pathway. It's a dinosaur. It'll do that. Yeah, and they end up right by a water's edge, like on a beach through a woods at a water's edge. It's probably a lake. Probably. That's what it looks like. Yeah. I don't think it's the ocean or anything like that. But anyway, you see them try to fight it. Mm-hmm. They defend, but they realize, because it, it's slow, but they're not doing any damage to it whatsoever. Absolutely none. So Fumi says, okay, I have to use this stupid shield. And they end up, his shield doesn't end up working. It keeps getting jammed. Yes, it's blocked for some reason. So you'll find out sooner than later that the Filolio Queen is, keeps telling him, please don't use that shield. The rage shield yeah, in and, particular. Yeah, and so how do you think, she, like, how is she jamming his shield? How is she preventing it? I, I'm genuinely think, like a conversation question because I have no idea. My thought is because she is so powerful her magic is that powerful that she's able to block that particular brand of magic i absolutely have no clue who her hero was but i think it also was a shield hero. i think so too but uh, even even in the manga i don't know if that's the case really or not. yeah i'm pretty oh, far okay. ahead and i have no idea who the hero was for the filolio queen gotcha but yeah so she's she's able to prevent him from even using the rage shield her magic is ridiculously powerful, though. And she is also gigantic. Yeah, what'd you think of her size? She's gigantic. She's like, uh, what would you say? 
10 stories tall. She's just tall as the dinosaur. Yeah. So 20 stories tall. Yeah, they're just real, real yeah. tall. Very, very tall, very fluffy, very adorable because it's a philolial queen. And she uh, she basically encounters the dinosaur and it's like, oh, I see you ate one of those stones. I'll let you live if you give it to me. And the dinosaur growls angrily. Yeah, and so she just kills it in one hit. Yep. It's highly impressive. Yep. She just disappears and then cuts it and kills it. Yep. Doesn't doesn't even have a chance. Yeah, it's... It tries to breathe fire at her, and he's, and she's like, nah, no, nah, that's nothing. You're yeah. pathetic. Not today, di- giant dinosaur. And she's just got this calm and cool voice, like, yeah, you're not doing anything. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. You can tell she's been around the block a time or two. Yep, and so she gets mad at him even taking the dinosaur's flesh for his shield to make it stronger. Yes. She doesn't like him using any of the, like, anything related to dragons... And she just says it's bad for his shield. I assume that is taking the monster stuff is solely for the rage shield, at least the bigger monsters. That's what it seems like. Okay. She doesn't really give him too much. She just says it's bad for his shield and his overall mental health, basically. Which makes sense. Every yeah. time he uses the rage shield, he goes insane. He really does. So they end up into the land of the Fololio Sanctuary. Yeah, I like this area. They basically get in a carriage, and she just teleports them. I thought I they were actually going to go on a trip. No, they just teleport them. <laughs> and so the, actually the only reason the Floley Queen even showed up is because she heard the giant monster was free. Oh, I no, she no, she came she looking sensed, for Philo. Yeah, she sensed that there was a potential replacement for replacement her. Or a successor for her. Yes. And found out that uh, the monster was attacking, so she decides to just deal with it in one blow. Casually. <laughs> There's a lot of funny moments there. Mm-hmm. Like now Fumi has to cook for all of them. Yeah, all of them meaning, you know, his group, the Philolial Queen, and all of her Philolials. There's a lot of there's there over, There's probably, hundreds of them yeah. there. It's quite hysterical. <laughs> They're all just sleeping amongst them, playing mm-hmm. around, talking. So she inevitably takes him aside and basically tells them she doesn't care that they're fighting or not, that they, they have to make up with each other. The heroes. The heroes. Yes, yes I didn't specify that. No. So yeah, she's like, and he's trying to say, well, they're... They're all some... being big dicks. And she goes, I don't care. I don't care. You need to make up with them. Kind of like uh, Melty and like, you need to make up with the king. Yeah, same thing. She's like, you can't be fighting amongst the heroes during the waves. And he's like, well, I don't see that ever happening. And the episode ends with her going, well, if you don't, I'm just going to kill all of you and summon new heroes. Yes. Is this the episode where she talks about how the wave happens in every single country? No. Okay, that's I don't think one. so. That's the next one. Okay. Well, I have a comment for the next one. I think that's... I. It may be this episode. Either way, you find out that the waves are happening all over the world, not just... Not just in Melramark. Yeah. And the heroes are technically supposed to be summoned want individually to different countries yeah so that was that was kind of my only hold up with her i guess and again i don't know if it's this episode but we'll just talk about it now because we watched more Mm -hmm. because we can't control ourselves Mm -hmm. (laughs) where she basically says you guys need to work together during the waves or you'll never defeat them but then she says you have to go to different countries I think it's more of like the you all need to be on the same page for what your ultimate goal is. But how she was explaining it to Naofumi was. Yeah. And the circumstances are different than they're supposed to be because Naofumi wasn't supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. He was supposed to be in a different country or he may have been supposed to be there, but. 
Right. Where whoever got summoned to that spot, because I don't think they can control which ones they summon. They just summon the heroes. Yeah, that's fair. And that country just happened to summon all four. Okay. Which was, I think, partially why the queen's away. Oh, okay. That would be my thought process on it, because if all four heroes are there and not all over the rest of the country, if you hear our dog barking, we apologize He's in advance. He's gently oofing at something. Uh, (laughs) uh, but yeah do you feel like her threat is serious do you think she would she i mean we know she has the power to kill all the heroes so calm when she says it yeah there's the dog yeah should i go let him out no it's fine we'll just you just shut the door real quick that's not gonna do anything it'll calm it a little bit it's just enough that's fine. Uh, that she's over. so calm that it's hard to tell if she's being serious a lot yes. of the time. She seems like she's very serious. Yes. But I, she doesn't seem like she has a sense of humor. She's also the kind of person that when she says something, she means it. Yeah. Like she doesn't just say things without thinking about yeah. what she's saying. Yeah. And so for her, it seems like them fighting the wave seriously is more important than anything else. You find out that she's been taking care of the waves in other countries. Yes. For them, yes. because they're not able to go there. So she's been fighting the monsters there, and she's clearly powerful enough now to fight all of them. Yeah, she's gigantic. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> well, overall, what do you think of the episode? I'd give it an eight. Eight? Yeah. This one's still in the nine range for me. There's good action in the beginning, and you get introduced to a character. I actually really like this character. Does this... she come back? In the manga, she does... In the anime, probably second season, she'll okay. be back. Okay. That was just genuine curiosity. Yeah, you encounter her again. Okay. She's, I do like her. She's kind of wild. We have, what, one more episode with her, or is there two more? Uh, a partial episode okay. with her. Okay. I think I think the end of the episode is them technically leaving in the next episode at the end of it. I think so, yes. So I think you encounter them departing and then get into some crazy, crazy episodes coming up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, still nine for me. These All these episodes going forward are just so good. Yeah, we watched these two, and you were like, this next stretch is amazing. We're just going to keep going. So we watched these two as well. So it's been a hot second. And then we watched We watched, one? should we watch, we've watched 17. We haven't watched 18 okay. or 19 yet. Okay. We'll probably end up watching a couple of those later, and then That's maybe fine. record a bunch of them together at that point. Yeah, like that'd three be nice. of them, just to get them in there. Yes. Just because it will keep our memory fresh, one, but two, they're all kind of related to each other, at least for at least the next three or four. Okay. That makes sense. Oh, man, guys. I'm so excited. I hope you're following along. I hope you're into the anime. If you're watching it, if you're not, uh, let me know what you are watching, what you are playing, what you're doing. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Twitter is at Gaming Marriage, and it's GamingMarriage at gmail.com. Send us your comments, questions, anything like that. We'd love to answer them on the show. All your WandaVision theories, because I kept talking about it the last time we recorded, and then we ended up binge-watching it, so you're caught up with me. I'm all caught up (laughs) on WandaVision. So if you haven't watched WandaVision, it's very, very strange. Strange, but good. It is very good. Yeah. I think everyone, if if you're into the Marvel Universe, you would like that as well. Yes, there was. I was reading through some comments yesterday, and someone was like, I have seen minimal Marvel movies, and I don't understand why everyone wants to watch this. Should I watch this? And everyone is like, no. No. Don't watch it. You won't understand anything. anything. <laughs> At least we have somewhat of an idea of what's going on. Yes. It's real good. It is. It's 
entertaining and there's nothing else on right now so no, there really isn't there isn't we're playing some we're playing a whole bunch of games at once right now we really are and i'm very excited for ooh i should see it might be it might have been yesterday it might be monday when uh the muppet show comes to disney plus the original muppet show which I, I didn't watch but I was a Muppets Now. No, not Muppets Now. Muppets Tonight, which only lasted like two seasons. But that's what I grew up on. Oh, I watched the original Muppet Show. Like reruns of it, because it wasn't on still when I was a kid. That's true. I probably did watch reruns. It was a bunch of reruns, but I still enjoyed it. I watched Muppets Tonight. The first episode, I think, is with Pierce Brosnan. (laughs) Wow. Uh Uh-huh. That is old. Pierce Brosnan's (laughs) not in anything anymore. No, it was like right before GoldenEye came out, I think. Oh, so good. (laughs) Okay, we're off on a tangent. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, we'll uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. All right, bye. bye.